that requires two people to have tools to go through it. And mm-hmm. I can control myself, but I can't control my wife yeah. being okay with mm-hmm. getting those questions. Well, I'll talk to her. All right. And I'll let her know that it actually works out a lot you better. Know, how about she listens to the damn podcast every once in a while? Carla! <laughs> Look at what time it is. It is time for another podcast episode of Coping on the Couch with Courtney and Brian. She, a licensed therapist, I, a longtime mental health patient. And this one, I think, is going to be quite the interesting conversation because, look, I am a sad sack. I'm a depressive person. It brings a lot of people down, but I feel like in most areas, I get a lot of empathy and sympathy. In this particular one, I feel like I get next to nothing, and Mm -hmm. sometimes I think it actually makes people angry, and they think that I'm just looking for something to complain about. Courtney, bottom line, I hate Christmas. Mm. Now, I want to preface this by saying I was not always this way. When I was a child, it was the best day in the universe. I could not wait for it to come. I would lose sleep over it. But as things evolved over the course of my lifetime and certain hardships overtook, and I started developing some of the quirks in my personality, including things like social anxiety and depression, let's just say problems within my own family, where maybe there were some disagreements and whatnot. Every time that it would start to come, even when people were so excited to hear the music and the lights and the displays and Mm -hmm. everything is out in the store, I just felt the knot in my stomach growing and growing and growing. And I'm just saying to myself, I can't wait until this is over. Add on top of that seasonal affective disorder. I also get really depressed during the winter. I hate the cold and the darker that it gets on the earlier side, that drags me down as well. Am I crazy here or does this happen to a lot of different people? No, this actually happens to a lot of people, Brian. And I know when you said having these feelings about Christmas, but really it's the anticipation of it too. And it's leading up. The whole holiday season is probably when you're anticipating it. Is that when you also feel that kind of depression and that restlessness coming on? The first indication of it coming, it starts to become a problem for me Mm -hmm. and It doesn't let up until after New Year's. I also hate New Year's because I feel like if I've had a bad year, I'm already dreading the next year, like 2020, for example, heading into 2021. And I begin to ask myself, could 2021 possibly be worse? Because I'm on a real bad stretch here of about seven years. So there's that. And there's also a number of other things that Mm -hmm. really bother me about it. The financial strain. That's something that you don't have to worry about when you're a kid. How am I going to pay for all of this stuff? And in relation to the social anxiety, it is everything that I hate about anything. I'm very uncomfortable in a small talk situation. Mm -hmm. I get bored really easily. I hate sitting around feeling like I'm getting nothing accomplished. I'm constantly looking at the clock. I don't like getting dressed up. I can just go down a laundry (laughs) list of things. I'm forced to take a week of vacation every year because we work in radio. And that's when they say, well, no one's listening anyway because of the holidays. So take some time off. It's not like I can go away anywhere. And it is just a week and a half filled with nothing but these kinds of obligations that I can't stand and sitting with this yeah i -hmm. feel like i am drowning while this whole thing is going on and i'm looking around at everybody else who is so happy and not only that 
I have people in my life who are getting angry at me mm-hmm. because of the way that I'm being. Most of the women I have been with in my life, including my current wife, who has three Christmas trees up in the house right now. When I was single, I did not have one decoration. They get really upset yeah. about it. Well, and she's trying to make up for it, I guess, with the three trees in the house. My overcompensating. Yeah, you think really maybe is. just a little bit here. And just I even remember bit. sometimes I was having a really bad year. One year in particular. Mm-hmm. I had to get sat down here at this job and get a talking to from my boss who told me at the time, look, people who listen to you are starting to complain because you are being so negative about this holiday that they cherish so much. And I had to admit and look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm in a really bad place this year and I apologize and I'll try to temper it as much as I possibly can. Right. And I did. But that's how bad it is. And that's how pervasive it can be with yeah. me. And that's the thing. And you're not alone in that, Brian. There's so many people, especially in counseling over the years, So many people who have been through trauma or sad times around the holidays, or it reminds them of loss Mm -hmm. and people that that they love and that are not there with them. Also, like you said, with the social anxiety, there's a lot of expectation and there's a lot of pressure on Mm -hmm. people, like you said, financial, but also to have these perfect holiday times. And especially this year, I'm noticing that people are pressuring themselves to make up a little bit for all the craziness we've been going through in 2020. So I think this is a great topic to talk about as far as just validating people who this is a very normal thing to not always feel like, yay, the holidays are here, like having some of that dread that people have. And so in therapy, a lot of times that's what we've worked on. And around this time, this is especially when I do talk to people about things they can do for coping. And the other thing too, when I used to run a group and this was a big topic that we would go over, how to deal with the holidays and how to have empathy for yourself and give yourself something to look forward to, to take the pressure off of yourself. But that is so true too, Brian and everything that you're talking about and also with the seasonal affective disorder that doesn't help as well shorter days less sunshine people are feeling more depressed if i were to put out my own christmas album the lead single would be it's the most horrible time <laughs> of the year and Not i'd sure be if it's a big seller but <laughs> yeah and totally sincere in saying that and i often say to my wife as well mm-hmm. as i'm taking my quote unquote holiday vacation and we are on our eighth stop and i've had enough already oh, yeah. of everything everything. By the time I get back to work, I feel more physically and emotionally tired than before I left. It takes that much of a toll on me. And I really do feel like the vast majority of people just can't understand. And speaking of lost, Courtney, mm-hmm. having lost my mom yeah. this year, I know that's really going to affect my family. And that's going to bother me thinking about my dad being alone mm-hmm. for the first time for Christmas in 51 years. And then how about this pressure, too, that a lot of people don't consider? I'm somebody who is all about trying to find that perfect gift for someone. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like I've let somebody down on that front, because not everybody's a great actor when it comes to that, I beat myself up over that too. And that's a really hard one too, because I know you do. You're a very generous person and you take the time to try to get just the perfect thing. But that's the hard thing too, Brian. And you're going to have to look at that and really take some of the pressure off of yourself to say, sometimes good enough is good enough. I have to be okay with this, but I can see where all of this piles on top of you and it creates this, we'll say, a bleep storm. Yes. Of, <laughs> a bottle of, of wine that Courtney gave my wife and myself, bleep which show. bears that name, Bleep Show, yes. So it's particularly important for you to take really good care of yourself at this time. That's one of the things I always recommend to people is to check in with themselves because you can predict this, Brian, right? Mm-hmm. You know this happens every year. So if it's going to happen every year, and this is what I do with my clients too, I'll be like, okay, you get this depression coming in in December. This happens every year. So let's backtrack and let's think about what can you do for for your self-care, to keep you grounded, to keep you focused.
focused? And what do we do when you have some of those expectations and those thoughts that come up? How can we challenge those? Where else can we channel that? Because you know it's going to happen. So let's try to make it so it's a little bit easier for you this year. Let me add another form of pressure to the equation Mm -hmm. here. When I have to go to a family obligation, and again, it's not about the people who are there necessarily. It's more about me. There is an expectation. I'm a media personality. I've been a comedy writer. Everyone wants me to walk in and be the guy with the lampshade on my head. And I'm not that person in my personal life, which always leads to people judging me. And then I hear about it later on from significant others. People will say, well, he's awfully funny and loose on the radio, but he gets around us. He must not like us very much. I feel that pressure. Mm -hmm. I also feel the pressure of my wife, who I go for her. I don't go for me, but that's part of a marriage. It's a compromise. Sometimes you're going to do things that I want to do that you don't necessarily want to do, and then I'm going to return the favor. She starts saying to me, I can't have fun if I know that you're not having fun. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just pretend that I'm having fun? So it just becomes this enormous thing. And when I tell you, I feel like I'm drowning. I'm Mm -hmm. suffocating under the weight of all this. I'm not exaggerating even a little bit. One area where I have found a release and some relief, Mm -hmm. thank God, Back in the day, prior to ordering everything online, to have to get out in those stores oh. and battle those crowds yeah. and those lines and everything else, that again just speaks to everything that is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to manage. I feel like I can manage a lot of things. This one I feel like every year is bigger than it's I really am. It's really tough. Now, do you plan out your Christmas vacation week? Do you have certain things to look forward to that are not holiday related or We're things so that you like? We're so filled with obligations in terms mm-hmm. of the last minute gift buying, the wrapping. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure we see this person. We got to make sure we see this side of the family, this friend. If we buy this person something, we got to get this person something. On top of all of that, I have so many people in my life who have birthdays right mm. around the holiday. My best friend, December 13th. My sister-in-law, the day before. My godson has one right around there, too. And my you're mom's welcome. birthday was January 4th. Your December 3rd. I was going to say, I just, just added to your, your list. Gift today. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome, Brian. <laughs> so much hysteria and mania going on. I can't relax. I can't get out of my own head. The anxiety. I'm jumping out of my own skin. Mm-hmm. And so that would be something that I would have you work on is to question that and to really really sit down with that and say, okay, what are the things that I can do and how can I take some of this pressure off myself? The quality of the time that you spend out, maybe it's not the quantity, maybe it's decreasing some of those obligations and having more quality time than the quantity. Christmas more than any other time of year to me feels like a no-win situation. And let me circle back to what I just said about my wife. Mm -hmm. If I'm there with you at a family obligation and I see that you're not having a good time, it stresses me out and then I'm not having a good time, to which the other solution is, okay, well then what if I just don't go and you go by yourself? Then it's all of her relatives saying, well, why isn't he here? Mm -hmm. And then she's getting that pressure and she's also feeling just as upset, but in a different way. And it does kind of feel like I'm screwed if I do and I'm screwed if I don't. Well, that's a good point actually you bring up because you know what? I do that with Mike all the time. I leave him home (laughs) because if he's not into it, we learned this a long time ago that we were like, we've gone round and round with this. And sometimes it's just better. I'll just go to do things on my own and he'll go to do things on his own. Sometimes with family stuff, I'm the one who shows up. It is about getting yourself comfortable with it. So people may ask you some things and just give them a patent answer and just move on. But But that requires two people to have tools to go through it. And Mm -hmm. I can control myself, but I can't control my wife (laughs) being okay with Mm -hmm. getting those questions. Well, I'll talk to her and I'll let her know that it actually works out a lot better. (laughs) How about she listens to the damn podcast every once in a while? (laughs) Carla! But yeah, it is. And sometimes you have to reframe things and look at things differently and 
say, you know what, just because we've always done it this way or people expect it should be this way, why? Let's look at that. Let's open that up because you know what? If you got a break a few times and didn't have to go, then the one time you did go, maybe you'd feel a little happier about it and you wouldn't feel like, oh my gosh, it's such an obligation. So it's really being more flexible and also allowing yourself to feel these feelings right now. It's like you don't have to force the happiness. That can be even worse sometimes when you're trying to force yourself. But my thing is try to find some peace. Just try to find some peace around this time. Whatever that is for you. Like you said, sometimes you like to go hiking now and maybe you feel some peace with that. Or maybe there's something that you do, especially now you've gone through such a horrible year and you've lost your mom. Maybe you need to come up with some kind of ritual or tradition around that that gives you some peace that you can connect with. And speaking of the horrible year, here's another problem in all of this. With the pandemic in place, Mm -hmm. we did the stay at home thing for Thanksgiving. I was in all of my glory. My wife called it one of the worst days of her life. And with Christmas coming, it's going to be the same thing. To me, I hate to say that this is the advantage of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. but it does take a lot of that pressure off of me in a lot of ways, and it makes it easier. The other problem that I have in terms of trying to make the best of a situation, when I told you that I hate small talk, part of what I hate about small talk is this. I get bored very easily, as I mentioned earlier, and I get really upset because a lot of people don't really handle small talk in the best way. And I say that from this perspective, and especially over the last handful of years, when I walk in a room and I say, I'm going to try to make the best of it, and you start a political conversation with me, Mm. which I cannot stand those. And usually, it's not just a one-on-one thing. It's five people jumping into the fray, just assuming that everybody feels the same way about everything. And I can feel my blood pressure going up, and I'm just biting my tongue. And then I'm seeing my wife look at me, and she can tell how miserable I am. And then there's also this. If she could, she would stay at these things for nine, ten hours. Mm -hmm. By hour number three, I am jumping out of my skin. I can't take it anymore. And it's so hard to make compromises in all of these directions. I'm just thinking separate cars, Brian. (laughs) But that's another thing, though. Like, what excuse am I going to give on Christmas Day? I'm done. In terms of work. I know, but then that turns into, well, he can talk for a living and talk to everybody else. And that's okay, Brian. you got to allow them to say, that's none of your business. It's okay until your wife says, it's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) My family's driving me crazy. And it's not that it's her family. I'm talking about past relationships. I want to make that clear. Mm -hmm. And I love all of these people. I also want to make that clear. But I think part of the problem is, too, this hatred of myself. Well, I was going to say, you're letting people get into your head about all their opinions. And then it's like, oh my gosh, Brian, get them out of your head. You have enough to deal with with you in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you letting all these other people take up rent out space? And that's another thing that I don't think that people can understand. And I feel like you're one of the few people, and my wife too, who understands the very she has active to. brain. She's <laughs> yeah. been forced into it. And it's something that I can't turn off. Mm-hmm. Or I have ways that I can do it, and I have ways that I can manage it. We've talked about using the stop sign method. Yep. If I find myself doing something unproductive or unhealthy, I throw the stop sign up. Mm-hmm. The only other way to shut it down, as I've discussed in the past as well, is to have a couple of pops. Mm-hmm. And that's a slippery slope. You don't want to be at a family function mm-hmm. drunk off your ass. Right, of course. And this is the thing too. I mean, I deal with working with a lot of people who have substance issues because they're trying to shut things down or they feel pain that they 
they don't want to feel or there's all these different things that they're trying to distract themselves from. So yeah, you are very wise to know that, okay, there's certain methods, but really I need to try to stick more with the healthy things for coping and for the things that can help you shut it down. I don't know. Does exercise help you shut it down? Like when you would go to the gym? I hate exercise. (laughs) From the second that it starts, I always talk about the runner's high. People talk about that. I've never experienced it. The elusive runner's high. And never find it. As soon as it starts, I'm like, when's it going to end? When's it going to end? When's it going to end? For you, it just runs away and hides. This is like the Christmas thing where I don't understand how people look at it. Because my wife says, at the end of a workout, I always feel so much better. I'm like, I always feel so much worse because I feel like, first of all, I don't get a lot out of it. I don't lose a lot of weight from exercising. It's really more diet for me. So I just come out of there sweaty, aggravated, and tired, wishing that I was doing something more fun. I smell horrible. And all these people who love Christmas in the same way, like sometimes we just can't understand things and we just have to accept that we're never going to get it. That's okay. I don't get the Christmas thing. I don't get the workout thing. I don't know why that just makes me laugh. (laughs) Sweaty and aggravated. Well, I know that I'm in the minority and I know that in a lot of ways I'm kind of crazy, which is why I'm in therapy and why I'm doing this podcast. And in a lot of ways, our job is therapeutic. It is an ability to talk these things out. And we use a lot of phones on Mm -hmm. our radio show. And to be able to hear from some people who can say, I get it, because there are so many people in my own life who don't get it. It's huge when you have that validation, when you have that acknowledgement. And I think that's the biggest thing about therapy, to go somewhere and people are like, no, it's okay. Whatever you're feeling is okay. And Brian, so many people do feel the same way that you feel, because they're just like, I don't get this. How come certain people, especially like with the holidays, it's like, why do they get so happy and jazzed about this? This is just, oh, it's so pressure filled and all of this. Yes, there's plenty of people who are totally in the same realm as you. They're not in your family, apparently. (laughs) It's not your wife. Not at all. My brother is more like me Mm -hmm. than most people are. And that concerns me because I know he's also bad bleep crazy. (laughs) But there's one thing that I would like to do before we get out of here. Mm -hmm. And that is this. Could you speak to the people, Mm -hmm. much like I say, I don't understand them. And I know that I'm in the minority and it doesn't mean that I'm right. Can you speak to them in terms of how they can't understand me and what they need to do to perhaps try to understand what I'm going through. Oh, you mean the people who don't understand who are judging me for being Ebenezer Scrooge, the Grinch, and everything that they hate about life? Well, that's an important point because you don't want to have that quote unquote toxic positivity Mm -hmm. where you're just coming at people and not validating how they feel. So if you do have someone who's more Grinchy in your life or a little grouchy around this time, you know, just give them their space. Also understand, have some empathy about the fact that maybe they've gone through some rough times. Maybe this is very triggering brings up bad memories or bad feelings that they don't want to sit with. Give them that space and also maybe have that flexibility like we talked about with your wife. Maybe you two sit down and say, hey, let's try this a new way. Let's have a little flexibility about this. Do you want to go to this? You don't have to go to this. I'll go on my own. Let's try it out. Let's see how it goes. Maybe she'll love it and she'll really be like, no, you don't have to go to everything with me. So having that and also, like I said, the goal should be having some peace, peace in the household. Maybe if you can compromise on a couple of things that you can get together to do and then have some other activities that you can focus on that are not related to the holiday something that you can all agree on that would be fun those kind of things because I think the person who's not feeling so well around the holidays they just want to know that somebody understands them even Mm -hmm. if they don't get it in their head like I don't understand exactly how you feel but to say this is valid this is something that happens to people and I would say to the people who are struggling with this the other thing is addressing your needs what we do a lot of times in therapy or with people who are going through like substance issues to try to keep them on the straight and narrow in relapse prevention, we'll talk about HALT. And it basically, it just stands for hungry, angry, lonely, tired. 
addressing those because when you can address those, you're less vulnerable to feeling some of these feelings and having anxiety and depression and stuff like that. So just stop, much like you said with the stop sign, stop, halt, check in with yourself. How am I feeling? Am I hungry? Do I need to eat something? Am I angry? Do I need to express myself? Do I need some support? Am I lonely? Do I need to talk with someone? Am I tired? Do I need rest? What do I need for myself? Because if you take care of some of those needs, you'll find that you'll be able to cope better. And especially in the holiday season when we're hustle bustle, we're here, there and everywhere, we might not be taking as good a care of ourselves as we should be. So I just want to throw that in there. Two things that I'll say to all of that. Mm -hmm. For everyone who doesn't understand where I'm coming from in relation to how I can hate Christmas, I understand your love for it because Mm -hmm. at one time I was you. You had that. But then I eventually became this, and that's the problem. They have not had that experience. Mm -hmm. The second thing that you triggered, part of what you had said, something traumatic happening that really destroys your Christmas. Around 1983, I wanted a ColecoVision for Uh. Christmas. I got an Intellivision. Oh, Oh. the horror, Courtney. (laughs) To this day, I've never recovered. I really feel like I understand you a lot better now. If you tell (laughs) Carla that, I'm sure she'll understand you too. There ain't no Mario Brothers on in television, I can tell you that right now. Well, Courtney, I feel as if this is our holiday gift to yes. the rest of the world, presenting both sides mm-hmm. and hopefully finding that middle ground so everybody can, quote unquote, enjoy holidays <laughs> as much as possible, or for me, at least a reasonable facsimile. Exactly. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you've got yourself a case of the holiday blues or maybe seasonal affective disorder, mm-hmm. there's a way that you can get in touch with Courtney, a licensed therapist. Absolutely. You can always shoot me an email at wellness at WCTK. You can also come to Wellness Wednesday on our page at catcountry.com. We do this weekly to help people with a little bit of coping and support. We've got resources, and you can also listen to previous episodes. Socials at Cat Country Mornings. I am at Brian Cat Country on Twitter. I'm Brian Mulhern on Facebook, Instagram. You're Courtney Kelly in spots, Courtney Kelly Bedard. We're trying to make this (laughs) as confusing as possible (laughs) for all of you. And then don't forget, you can always catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a review, Mm -hmm. share the podcast, share the love right back to us so we can keep growing this and help as many people as possible. And we appreciate that. And in the meantime, I hope everyone has a miserable Christmas so they can understand what I'm going through. No, I'm kidding, of course. This isn't the last you're going to hear from us before the holidays, but all I want is peace and happiness too, not only for all of you, but also for myself. Absolutely. And we appreciate you and thank you so much and have happy holiday season, everyone. We'll talk to you before then. Or not. Happy holiday season. I feel like I'm pressuring them. Be Brian. Just find some peace this holiday season. How about that? Out here, coping on the couch with Courtney and Brian. I want to